Collective Potential is a podcast for real people having real conversations. And you've all heard the quote, don't judge a book by its cover. But let's be honest, we're always judging. And we have a very good looking, or so society says, and so does his Instagram, a very good looking guy with his uh, Instagram followers to come in and <laughs> see if that's true. Are we really judging a book by its cover? Connection. Real world. People everywhere. Collective potential. We're all the same. Oh, that's nice. I like that. So, you my friend, Sam? Hug. (laughs) (laughs) Strong, Ryan. Strong. (laughs) You bloody hope so. <laughs> Strong. Oh, that's so good. Strong, Ryan. That was really good. Hard intro. link. Hard link. No, welcome to the studio. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> this is really. Now we got Sam in. He's he's friends with you, and you've been friends with him for a long time. Yeah. So me and Sam have been friends since we were twelve. Um, I was actually the better looking one as a teenager, <laughs> and then he kind of overtook me. Um, oh, well, sure, that's, uh, Ryan. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's it's, it's your perception. Oh, uh, yes, which is what we're talking about today. Um, but no, give it to us. Like, I feel like for a few few weeks now, you've been saying, I really want to get Sammy in. Just cut to it. Why? Um, I want to get Sam in because I know that um, I see people judging him a lot because of what he does, and no, a lot of people don't take the time to actually get to know who he is. Um, and I kind of want to scratch or delve deeper into who he is as a person and explore um, how, like, of course, there's a lot of judgment negatively, but also when people see someone that's attractive, it kind of goes the same way, where we put expectations on who people are. Yeah. From the external. Yeah, and it's not necessarily say, poor me, poor me, I'm so handsome. I've got a heart too. <laughs> it's, 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 just a, it's just a conversation that, so, so to explore the, the dimensions of how we judge people and also like that, how that makes them, f- people, different people feel different ways, doesn't it? And yeah. I love this conversation because if anyone's listening to this, we all are worried about the judgments people have of us, you know, what we get labelled as, what we do for a living, what yeah. we wear. It's all in there. So I personally think this is going to be an unbelievable conversation just to just mm. awaken us all a bit about what holds us back and what serves us. Yeah, it's funny. It's, even on that, it's funny, like labels, like some I, – I don't like being labelled something or put in a box. Such but then a some, But I reckon some people do. Like I actually ah. reckon some people like going, oh, I'm associated with this – like, okay, yeah, let's you know do it. I agree. Do you positive, love- positive association, definitely. Like, I'd say like, straight up, like, when we're talking about that, like, I will instantly label myself as being, like, I'm a science nerd. Like, mm-hmm. that's straight up, that's one thing yeah. that I'm proud about and yeah. proud to say, but I'm not going to walk around and be like, hey, like, I'm I'm sexy and I'm a model. Like, that's yeah. not something that I, like, it's not something that's that That's up for us to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... It, Hang on. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm the first to say it in this room. <laughs> as in, say it. Tell it. Say it to him. As sexy in, model, you, Sam. <laughs> as in, I'm, I'm, like, it's something that I'd be more, that I'd, like, obviously I would never feel comfortable saying that out loud because it's, you to begin didn't. with, it's not something that... <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, but to begin with, no, it's yeah. not something that I would feel comfortable with saying out loud because I don't as I said before I don't think that's true it's up to other people's interpretation mm. like some people probably find this absolutely uh, disgusting but but you but you said you feel comfortable putting in the science label absolutely. box absolutely but you don't feel comfortable putting it in the handsome 
model yeah, correct. Books. I would go. be I would be much more comfortable introducing myself as Sam studying, um, you know, commerce and science degree at Deakin than Sam the professional model. Yeah. Uh, slash blogger. And why? Why is that? Um, like what's each what what's straight up, each one of those boxes serve you inside? Um, I guess straight up, it's as we've just been talking about in the intro to this. It stems purely from the fact that um, you know, you get label like instantly. If I throw that label on myself, people go, "Oh, great, okay, so he's a model, so he's probably an airhead." We've all seen Zoolander. We know what mm-hmm. they're like. Like, oh, you're a model. Like, yeah. you probably get Zoolander. all of these. You know, it is a great movie. All of these yeah. sexy people around you all the time. Like, oh, but we're just normal people. So. Instantly, it's got it's got a, almost an envious or dirty uh, association in yeah. some way, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And then, like you know, those people who might have been like, "Oh, like I'm interested in talking to you" or whatever, then they might go instantly as soon as they hear that, they go, "Ah, oh, all right." And you instantly go from someone who might be interesting to talk to, and yeah. you're just like, "Oh, they're just like a model. What would they want to talk to me about, anyways?" Maybe, maybe it's because it's it's like an envious, it's, mm. which is an ugly th- characteristic. But maybe it's because like, ooh. You fucking think you're really good or something? Maybe, maybe that's where it's coming from. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's a typical thing. Like when you're a kid, like obviously, I had got um, like there was a lot of stuff at um, school, like any other normal kid. You know, there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of stuff gets thrown around at school, and Mum would always just be like, you know, don't worry about what they're saying. They're probably just jealous, like which is a typical yeah, yeah. sort of parent reaction to yeah. a kid going through high school, um, dealing with stuff. And by no means did I have a rough upbringing, rough schooling or anything like I had the absolute dream run when you compare it to a lot of other people alright rub it in our face you handsome man <laughs> no as in, as in like I'm very yeah like, over I'm, here <laughs> unhappy yeah. like I mean like, childhood I, I can't comp- I can't I cannot complain like yeah, yeah. it's like so but see yeah. even this is what's a, I hate to pull no I don't even hate it no bring it on even what we're doing is what you get because of your good looks you're not allowed to have you're not allowed to be. You're not allowed to feel pain. Yeah. Mm. It's like it's like you're entitled, so get... you shouldn't mm. have bad experiences. Entitled's a good one. That's definitely it's again a... like <clears throat> in the way that I like, again because I'm from the outer eastern suburbs. Went to a Melbourne. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, went to a a public school out that way, which um. Go on, give me the public school. Yeah. So like what I. Is, which school? Uh, Mombolk College. Great. So I went High to Mombolk, which the I absolutely hill. loved it there. Absolutely the loved it. Um. But I find that because of the way that I dress and present myself, um, people assume that I'm uh, what you would call like your average private school boy. So I'll, I'll cop a lot of flack because Explain of the way I dress. Explain your style to me, to people who are at home. I can see you, right? So let's not forget where I'm This on the is podcast. true. I forget that this is radio and you can't, you can't see me. Um, uh, I would so say. So he has a strong jawline, a good smile. <laughs> Why are you podcasting? Bring up his Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna, that's going to work. What's your podcast? Oh, God, I'm not going to plug myself on this. No, no just but give us Instagram so people can have a look at you while we're, while we're listening. Because right. I studied it. It's it's Sam Wines <laughs> with an underscore afterwards. Cool. W I N E S. Correct. Just like the drink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so your style is my style. I call it. It's I call it youthful dapper. So it's kind of like. That um, English American preppy kind of look, yeah, which is, which is exactly what it which is. Which is your look? If I when I described you today, is what I called you. Yeah, Isn't that interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's so that's the style, that, and I also quite like the um, like the dandy aspect of it as well. So like the old, more old school suiting yeah, and cool. stuff like that. So I really yeah. like that, but. Because of the way that I dress, you get um, pigeonholed into this whole private school aesthetic, um, which a lot of people. We'll Which it is a bit of. It. it is, but like I'm in like as we were talking to Ryan actually today on the way here, there is a way in which they all dress and all look very. Not all of them. 
But okay, that's true. There's definitely like generalization again, which is kind of what we're it, talking about. In our, in our experience, ironic. in our experience, it's just like quite a, a tribalism. There's a mm, lot of definitely. Um, but I mean that that falls under the umbrella of like we all have our own styles or things we like the look of. Correct. Um and I don't reckon there's a really a problem with that. Mm. Um it's it's fun. It's fun to experiment. But um I, I do find it interesting the whole I don't think it's f- like I think when as you as you're talking, I was just thinking modeling just is what it is. Like it it's just a it's your model. Like someone needs someone to look good in a photo for yeah. to sell their thing. You you look good going well, and like it. it's it's it is what it is like I think it, I don't like that there's all this stigma or like envy or uh, shit attached to it. On that, Jez, then I just want to get a little bit of like explain what a, a, maybe a week or a month would look like yeah. in your modelling world, like because. I feel like, Jeremy, you're around a lot of people in entertainment and beauty because of the work you do. I'm actually not. I'm very, That's why I was excited when we were talking about um, a female earlier, another guest, mm. because I was like, I'm not around that industry. So, yeah, absolutely. yeah explain I'm to us a little I'm actually a model with Vivian's, but I just don't <laughs> get any work. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Of course you're you are. You're bloody beautiful. Just we, don't get we, any work. Can, we can fix that. We'll do a couple of collabs, bro. We'll, uh, we'll, make, we'll make something happen. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, milk it. Yeah. So uh, could you just, you know, yeah, you know, give us a little short. What yeah, absolutely. Would, what, what, would, what is it that you do? You say model, but, you know. Yeah. Now, like, and that's the thing, like, there's there's definitely two different types of models as well. There's models who say they're a model for the status, I like guess you could Jeremy say. Like Jeremy like, Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, <laughs> no credentials. Jeremy, I'm a model at Vivian. I'm on the books. Like, I'm on the book. Like, and it's more of a lifestyle. Yep. But then there are a few of it, like I'd say most of us who do it and it's a job. So that's yep. my job title. So for me, I'm as professional as I can in my industry. I yep. try and do everything to the best of my ability. So you generate no other income other than from modeling? Mm, I have stuff on the side, like as I said, like blogging, um, okay, so you're uh, entrepreneurial event management too. stuff, Great. like a few a few other things that I like. So there's I, by no means do I have my like... Just not judging a book by its cover, just trying to find out. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, okay. so there's, so back to modeling, there's yeah. a myriad of other things that I do as well. But on the modeling front, let's say, oh, let's go with a, like, with a week. Um, there isn't that much work here in Melbourne, but I'm just very lucky that I do work quite a bit. But I would say Brilliant. Uh, probably four to five days of the week I'll have work on. Yep. And, and that varies. So there's no such thing as structure. I have to be incredibly fluid and like as you were saying earlier you're a list maker i'm someone who loves structure and loves to know what i'm doing and organize things i mean you come into my room and it's just like everything in there is nice and neat and i think that's because my life and what i do is so unstructured yeah and i think that stresses me out a lot but yeah so i'd say i'd have four to five jobs during a week can range from you know a couple of hours to a full day shoot um it could be here in Melbourne. I could have to go to Sydney or, or whatever it is. Um, tends to be, you know, hair and makeup and all that gets done there. So I don't normally have to do anything myself. Um, but you go along to the job, you'd shoot the job and then come home. But a lot of the stuff that people don't realize with that, with my job and the industry that I'm in is um, it actually is quite laborious. Even though people go, oh, you just, you know, you're standing there doing nothing. It's like, you got to remember that we're standing there and we have to look, we have, we have to act happy perform, and good yeah. looking like we have to perform the whole time you have to you how have do to... you act good looking or like you need to if you have to know if you know you're sexy you walk like you're fucking I, people want to have sex with me do you know what I did have a friend once <laughs> who and thank you for pointing this out actually I said to him and we were all drunk 
and he was and we, everyone's making him do catwalks. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and he does listen to this, so he'd be like, "Great." Um, and so he started doing them, and I said, "What are you? What are you going to do?" And he goes, "You just have to walk like everyone wants to have sex with you." <laughs> and so then he got out there, and because he was drunk, he was being a wanker. But he was the truth. And then I saw him walk down the road, down the little strip that we were on, and. I said, but that's just you every day. <laughs> like, it looked like he was just walking into the office, you know, to do work together, you know? And I was like, oh. So can you see that? Like, for me, yeah. I was like, wow, you walk around thinking everyone wants to have sex with you because that in your mindset to someone who does not walk around thinking everyone wants to have sex with me. Yeah. Like, that's what I find fascinating about this conversation is I would be one of those people that would – be judgmental towards models because I personally, have you ever considered this? I'm so insecure about my own beauty that when I look at yours that is told by society is um, Instagram worthy, who am I and what is my beauty compared to yours? Mm. So it makes me intimidated. Mm. How do you feel about that? I absolutely. (laughs) No, no, I absolutely. Let's drop into it. No, like. I'm I'm love to talk about that because it's something that I That's unfair what I'm putting on you no, but that's I how I feel. That's what I'm saying like I absolutely hate that people have to feel that way. Mm. And that, and to me that's the, that's why I mm. feel like you sometimes feel response like that's what it is like I'm like put up on posters and billboards as the epitome of what should be. Yeah. And when people aren't and people are like as you're saying like oh, well then if I'm not that but you are like that's like that's not fair like I can't do anything to change that. It's like then I kind of, as you're saying, I kind of feel like it. It definitely does get to you because I'm like, well, there's, it's not my fault. I don't, I didn't do anything to get no. this. I've literally yeah, yeah. like won the genetic lottery. That's that's all it is to it. Like that's that's all it is for that area of our life, which is correct aesthetics. Yes. Yeah. So it, that's it, it. Yeah, it's interesting. Does that make sense? How yeah, that I, I think it's oh, absolutely. Like you yeah. know, if we're talking about stories, like um. You know, my hang around with the most unbelievably good-looking people, which would say that so am I. But there are moments where I look around my friendship groups and at the time I was like, what am I doing here? I'm a Polynesian, overweight. You know, this is the shit that goes through my head. And I think about that a lot. Um, It doesn't necessarily come up, but it's real for me. Like, you Mm, know, do you mm. ever get that? Like you worry about your beauty and your looks? Or just what you're worth. I think it's just your worth. That boils deeper than that is what's my worth. Because like I can get insecure about like I haven't got enough money or I I haven't got it um, or I'm not as good looking as that person over the other side of the bar who's pulling loads of birds or whatever it is. Like, And then you find, you draw on your strengths and you think, all right, well, maybe I I ramp up my charisma to... Um, you know, like, but then, but then I'm sometimes add too much to that because you like be over the top. Like, I think, I don't know. I think it's a funny, sensitive balancing act. <laughs> How we draw, make ourselves feel comfortable in a social environment. Absolutely. What we mean, value about ourselves absolutely. and others. And ultimately mm. I feel like it's for me is like, it's just coming, sitting back in that seat of the soul, the peace within, like, I love myself and I'm complete. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, every, and then I <laughs> take a step from there and everything's okay. Do you feel jealousy, Jess? Jealousy. Um, no, I don't. I don't feel like I feel jealousy. So, sometimes I feel. Um, no, I don't think I feel. You jealousy. mean jealousy in the way somebody looks? Uh, it could be just, anything. Yeah. So, um, do you get jealous? I don't. Um, I don't. Not about looks beauty. Wise, looks wise. Not beauty or looks wise, because I think also because I've been friends with Sam and I know a lot of the the community. Oh yeah, uh, it's sorry, like I've been around it and I, I've seen that just normal people. 
But for me, is especially when I first started going to Collective Potential and these sort of um, workshop things, it was seeing people my age that had just done ridiculous things. Mm. Um, you know, like me and Sam, um, we have a mutual friend called Al, and I remember being like, wow, I'm, why am I not where he is? But then you realise that mm. when you have success in one thing, it means you're often neglecting others. Like people, businessmen that make millions of dollars a year, Often will have terrible family lives. It's always a cut and balance. Yeah, but not, not you just can't that. have it all. No, yeah, not just that though. I think it's that um, uh, I, I like. I think uh, I've uh, two trains of thought. Sorry, <laughs> they both collide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first one. Let we me just get actually out the first one. watch them collide. <laughs> I was like, uh, my eyes crossed, and then my yeah, brain shut down. Definitely saw yourself implode there. <laughs> um, well, the first is I feel like I, I've observed. I've been around a lot of famous quote unquote people, people that get a lot of attention when I'm walking the streets with them, and I've observed that for many years. Um, different people, but. And it's it's a funny thing to observe because you see the patterns again and again of people and why they come up to that person and want a photo and then disappear mm. and the way that person responds to that. Um, and and it's a funny thing to it's a funny thing to observe and you can see after the two or third time that it's so transient and um and um this is just a funny it's a nice it's you nice mean that they feel fame good. and even the beauty beauty oh, just the energy of why they would come up and desire a photo and yeah. then d- piss off again yeah. the energy of that is um fleeting it's so fleeting and so Unf- bears no fruit of yeah. of nurturing the soul or like of div- growing one's intellect or mm. i don't know how to phrase it better than that no but- i completely agree with what you're saying though. that's that's what i was going to say earlier on going back to what we were talking about before is that um all right, so I might not necessarily be insecure about my looks, um, and that's full testament to my parents. Again, from an early age, I've always been comfortable. They've just said, "Be comfortable with who you are." Like I'm, I'm not, I never, I didn't look like this when I was younger, but my parents had always been like, "Fascinating, you're, you're, you're a beautiful boy. You're amazing. You don't need to worry about what anyone else. Like obviously, you know, worry about what anyone else says, but take it with a grain of salt. And as long as you're happy, that's all that matters." Mm. And that's something mm. that I that I took with me definitely. So like, mm. but then it's also affirmed by magazines and photo shoots too. Of, which which has come later. Yeah, that's only in the makes last perfect sense two two or so years. But yeah. like, I would say like, yeah, cool. All right. So the looks is fine, but intellect, as you were saying, or like whether or not you feel like you should have done stuff. Like to me, my biggest thing is I feel like, as you're saying, I feel like I could have done more with what where I am so far. Like I feel like. I look at other friends and I'm like, oh, well, I really could have started something up already, could have got a business up and running. Like, For me, I feel like I'm not using my brain enough. That's the biggest thing mm. that I get in this industry is I'm, I'm, I'm working. I absolutely love working. I love all the people I work with. But so much of the time I'm like, you know, here I am doing this. Like I'm earning more money than I would doing anything else at my age right now. But I'm not necessarily using my brain in a way that I want to. I'm not, you know, involved mm. in anything to do with science. I'm not using any of the the business models that I've learned or anything of the likes. And I think for me, that's the thing that I'm insecure about. Of course. Yeah, it's so not using my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all balanced, isn't it? Everything is Absolutely. balanced. Like it's like, I, it, I, you know, like if someone's got something else, you want to have that hmm. thing. And it doesn't matter. You, 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 exactly. As I said, you could be the most beautiful person in the world, but there's still going to be something else that you want. Yeah. And it might be like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful. But like, I really want some great friendships and I can't yeah. get that yeah. because everything's superficial. Or, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, I've got yeah. all What's this money but so I don't have a good family life and that's something that I really miss out on. And like, There's always trade-offs yeah. between how you, everything. How do that's you tell the difference between a superficial, someone that's like wanting to meet you because how you look or what you do compared to someone that actually wants to get to know you? Um, 
Gee, that's a good question. Because I, I like, like I've been out places with you, and it's like some people come and chat, and it's very like. Um, well, you, they want, you, I, they I can, want something from I can you. Pick, yeah, it's got that one. I can pick up on it. Cause yeah, but you would know good. very well that I'm sort of not very good with superficial. Like, I can, I can, I can, I can talk it, but like, if someone purely wants to talk for the sake of. Um, Aesthetics. Uh, yeah, if someone's if it, if it's more like as you're saying, like to try and rub shoulders or something, like I've I don't I like obviously I'll still talk to them, but like I don't have time. Like I don't. That's not what I'm here for. Like I, as you're saying, like I'm I'm all about you know having meaningful conversations and and meeting great and wonderful people. I don't want I don't want to be have people like social climbing or anything of the like. So like I'd I I just I don't really resonate well with that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's good you're saying. I like I like your level of honesty, and I think it's like we, anyone listening for whatever field, you can probably relate to your areas of like when you look around and your friends that make you feel successful, and then then you look at other friends that you feel not successful against, and and mm. you great and everything, and they're all different areas as well, and it's like all ultimately, um, like it's, it doesn't draw us all even, does it? It's just it it separates us more when we look with those eyes of mm. I need that or I've got more than that. Like, and that's why they say that quote, if you're happy, if you want to be happy, be around people that you're more successful than if you want to be sad, <laughs> be around people that you're more, but you want to, but you want to grow, be around people that are more successful than you. But I, 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 I find that whole, I don't know, like if, if it feels a bit icky for me because they, we're using calibrations of, of worth that I don't think, Matter at all, really. Matter. <laughs> like deep at, down, the, at the end yeah. of the day, like it doesn't. None of this matters as long as <laughs> if you can have a strong relationship with someone, it doesn't matter what color they are, how much money they make, what their profession is, or anything. If you connect on on a, on a physical yes, level, sir. on a spiritual level with someone, that is more important than anything else. And that's yeah. that's all that matters. And yeah, man. and uh, I think that I'm yeah, I'm down to that. That's fucking lit. <laughs> yes, we were laughing earlier about everyone using the word lit. Um, can I ask you maybe a, a question that will call on, will call out um, probably a bit more vulnerability, really? But you know, um, I'm really always curious about asking questions like this because it's actually for my own healing. Like, you know, I am, I'm a high class hippie. At, no, well, please at the do. Best. By all means, uh, high class. High, high class. <laughs> A, po- a posh hippie. Yeah. I'm making good money these days, oh, okay. so I, was, I wasn't yeah. going to put myself in the hippie <laughs> commune. Yeah, yeah, go on, go Moving on. on. Yeah, anyway. I'm really curious about, like, when, what's, like, and it's so standard, but what's the biggest challenge, like, the greatest fear that you have then, Sam? The good question. I, I don't really have any crazy fears at all to be to be honest i i try and like look at everything rationally i guess and be like well like i might be like fearful of this but you know at the same time like i'm lucky that i've got this here like i can't i genuinely couldn't tell you one thing that i'm i have the most fear for but i think which is great probably it would probably probably stem from like being an only child and all that stuff i think i'd have a fear of being alone or not having anyone like Mm. there for you to support you or so i guess yeah probably the no, fear good. of being alone or or not worth something to someone which i think is a very human trait i mean we're pack animals yep. through mm. and through and i think that that's 
not necessarily social validification, but in a in a smaller group with like some you know core friends or core mm. people. I think to me that is something that I. Uh, I guess that's what would if there was something that would be what you, would be definitely. Can you remember a time in your life where that what where you had an definitely. experience like that? Um, well, it? at uni, uh, in about my second or third year, so I dedicated a lot of time to uni. Like I was in the library studying all the time, or I would be at home studying. And I guess the easiest way that I could to could get that sort of attachment with someone was just have a girlfriend. But then. By having a girlfriend, you'd invest all your time into them mm. and none of your other friends. So I'd be doing uni work or with a girlfriend or working. So that meant that your friendship circles are shrinking and shrinking yeah. and shrinking and then ending it or ending up um, calling it off with said partner mm. or um, there was multiple partners during this time. Mm. Um, you cat. I'll stop it. <laughs> um, He's a model. So those, no. <laughs> those, no, those, no, no, st- they were both very long term relationships. They, they were, yeah, they were both in excess of um, a, a year, year and a half, or two years in yeah. one of the cases. Yeah. But so after getting out of that and realizing that you know you've invested all this time into one person rather than making sure that you like cared about yourself a bit as well. So it's like they leave and you're like, oh shit, like I don't have anyone. And my close friends, I haven't talked to for ages. No one knows how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Like, there's no one that I talked to about yeah, this. And I no one's even, calling out. I don't even talk to my parents about it. It's like, I think that was pretty pretty insane. And I didn't realize that I had... I'm not saying that I had anything crazy, but I, like, I didn't realize that I was showing all the hallmarks of uh, what would be like the beginning stages of depression. Yeah. Like, not going out, not socializing, avoiding socializing, just doing all my uni but work. you were disconnected. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And I think... It wasn't until actually hearing something on Hack on Triple J when they were saying like, oh, like someone was going about, yeah, like I just didn't even want to get out of bed in the morning and I'm just like sitting there and everything that it was rattling off, I'm like, this this is me right now. And that was just a massive wake up call. I'm mm. like, wow, I need to. And then talking with Ryan about it as well, I think I think you randomly popped back into my life. This was a time when you were gone for a while, but then mm. you came you came back and then we started talking about it and you're like, yeah. And and once we started talking about it, and you know, I told you about it, um, I started to be able to to work on that. And um, so, I, I'm not going to say I'm all better or anything of the likes, but it's definitely something that I think about. Is like because I burn the candles at both ends and in the middle. Yeah. Like not having much time to dedicate to people. People think, oh, you know, he doesn't care or he's just busy. It's like it's not that I'm not trying to. It's like mm. you're so damn busy that sometimes it it's at the detriment of your own social life and then mm. it has a massive it's like it did have a massive impact during those earlier years at university and mm. luckily I've sort of um managed to to get out of that sort of dark period and every, every like as I said everything's absolutely fine now some may say it's even lit Ryan <laughs> what's um what I find interesting really here is I think Jez and Sam are like very opposite in how they deal with their emotions. It's one thing I just noticed. Like, yeah, right. Here right. At you. So, Jez, yeah, yeah. What, I, what I noticed about you, and tell me if I'm wrong, Susan. I would say I'm, Jeremy oh, and I. I'm yeah. out on the line again. So, no, just, but Jez is very, so Jez will be very up one week and very emotional and happy, and then another week be very low, and he's very honest about how he's feeling and letting out tears and crying. Whereas Sam, I think he 
you like to bottle up your emotions a bit more. I would say, and it's interesting yeah, to see that. Definitely, like looking at you in the studio now, looking at the. Mm. the oh. Whereas I'm like Jeremy, I'm <laughs> all about emotion. Obviously, listen to the questions I'm asking you. Yeah, definitely, you know? and I think that probably would again be one of the reasons why no one would have known because you wouldn't know. No one would know. The only person who really did know was Ryan, and then a couple of my um, other close mm. friends at the time. Like because I. I've always been, and I don't know why, whether or not it's because I have got a science brain and I'm very analytical and I'm like, to me, emotions are great, but sometimes they're a, a waste of energy. Mm. And I'm like, I like to think to oh, myself, mate, why am I going to... I can't wh- agree with you more. Why, <laughs> like, why should I be worrying about... That's what happens when he comes back in the next week. Yeah, so it's like, it. why should I be worrying about something that's out of my control? Why should I be worrying about this? Why should I be worrying about that? I should just focus on things I can control. So, you know, aspects of my life that I could control, I'd, I'd, I'd focus on that and then... Um, you know, keeping all my emotion um, bottled up to a regard, like to an extent, and then every Do you feel now and then, like it's bottled up, or is that well? I, I didn't realize that I was bottled. I'd bottled it up, really. And then after a while, like every now and then, you'd have little snaps where I'd just sort right. Of, so you did bottle it. You'd, yeah, you just sort of everything would come out, and then like you know, five minutes later, everything would be alright. What's an like, example oh. of a bottling? Like what kind of stuff do you bottle? Um, I'd say stress, mm. and like I say, like I'll bottle everything in because it's like you know you might be working. Like for example, last week was two weeks working straight, no weekend, no sort of day off, and then trying yeah, to juggle yeah. assignments and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. then Ryan, um, Ryan and I decided to make a have a pizza night and invite some friends over. And um, I bought the wrong pizza bases, and it was the end of the world. Well, he bought the wrong. <laughs> not <laughs> he, such housemates. Let's just clarify That's this annoying. issue. I I'm told you. I was I'm like, Sam. buy the right pizza base. I told him. And then he's like, he brought back pita bread. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, delicious. my God. No, no. And then I'm like, can you please go back and get some a flat pizza base? So he comes back with flat bread. And I, <laughs> I kid you not, I like, I almost died inside. And, um, <laughs> where is he? Yeah, yeah, and, no, no, no. Cause Ryan almost broke as well. And I haven't, we haven't had a, had a, ever had a serious fight, but he, he almost, um, broke down as well. Over I also the- had a date over that Sam never met. Yeah. And yeah. you were getting slammed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, no, I took him to the roastery. That's for sure. Yeah, that's so you know what I like about you, Sam? It's it's kind of what I didn't. It's is it cliched? We're talking about um, judge a book by its cover, but when we ask you these questions, you just gave it all to us. Like you know, I can already see in you. You're a man of principle. You're determined. Like to sit down and study. Like that goes up against every stereotype of a model in my mm, books. Mm. You guys lie around, smoke cigarettes, take drugs, and have sex with each other if you're not on a catwalk. You know, like <laughs> there's plenty of them. That's for well, sure. there's plenty of that too. Um, but you know, I can hear your determination, your intelligence, openness. yeah, your openness, um, and you know, I really believe authenticity, right? Mm. Which in such a superficial world that you're coming from, you can hear that in him. Mm. I love the I love the conversation about but now I feel like as you're talking I'm like man I want to fucking control my emotions more because I, I I like at the worst times I feel like I'm out, I've no power I'm disempowered mm. and I remember when I was one of my darkest moments after a bunch of psychologist sessions um, I realized I was I just had a wake up moment or a ha ha moment where it's like wait a minute my brain's just got an unbalance of chemicals right now. So, and then what do I need to do to fix that? Like, it was a real logical, like, you kind of mm. moment. All right, what do I need to do that? All right, I need to go eat some food because then produce more precursors to protein that make serotonin production in my mind. My serotonin's way down in the dump, so I need to just fucking eat a shitload of protein mm. and then that'll make me happy again. And mm. it was just a scientific, real logical response that 
I kind of. What are you laughing at me for, D? It's my eye woggling. <laughs> no, it's just it's just that your hat and you. you my hat. Oh, my hat. Yeah, funny. keep going. <laughs> people, people can't hear. People can't see you. you guys keep talking. Are at me because my beanie's falling over the front of my head like a Smurf. <laughs> um, the point is, is you're saying you would like to be a bit more. What, yeah, I do. Rational? My dad's very much like you. Logical. My dad's very much like you, mm. and I, I do like. I, do, I see the plenty of benefit. Like, I, but I, I've always shaken my dad like fucking show some emotion like, yeah. but I get that all the time like um, like people would be like oh why aren't you laughing like that was funny or yeah. like you know some, and people it's sometimes because like, I'm dead inside yeah, yeah people would be like I can't like I'm, I can't pick you sometimes or like I'll be sarcastic I'm pretty good at like dry sarcasm yeah, and people yeah. would be like how do you work again what's going on here so yeah definitely I think it, it is definitely my detriment um, sometimes because there's definitely times where like I'll be like, man, I wish that I could not like not like stab myself so I could feel something, but like yeah. get into a state. <laughs> like, Whoa, man, let's go down this track. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, I wish that I, I feel. I, I wish that I could, yeah, feel things a little bit more than what I do. I'd say like I use the the best example I use is that most of the time I feel in black and white. Mm. It's very like I can kind of gauge as like, okay, I feel this. All right, what do I need to do to stop that? Um, I don't feel in color as yeah, much. Whereas yeah, right. I'd say you're someone who feels in color. Yeah, and that fucking you see too many colors, man. So vivid. Don't say that. It's not true. <clears throat> too many. Well, no, it's not true. It's a, but it is balanced. Like I need to, for my happiness, I need to, I need to fucking. You need a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be in. I need to be a bit more self-controlled. <laughs> like, but not, I think that takes. Like you're very well self-controlled, and like obviously maybe more weight too much. Maybe from what you're saying that you want to feel more. Mm. I'm probably too uncontrolled. Um, and it's that's, absolutely that's, a spectrum, as you're saying. It's, it's a, a spectrum. complete yeah, yeah. spectrum. Yeah. But you know, Jez, if I think about anybody who's listening to this out there, that spectrum, uh, you have people who, I mean, is left brain, right brain true? You know, um, mm. and you can see who's left brain, right brains in this room. We've all got different personality traits that are. No wonder we deal with things so differently. Mm. I also think that if you've got a desire to control your emotions, then the cool cool stuff is you are on path to do that. Like you actually have the ability to put strategies yeah. in every yeah. day well, to learn how to change me your neurology. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like we're saying I don't that think you right. should block anything though. I think, I think awareness is more... Definitely, which is that's... Again, that was... After talking to you, and yeah, after that that episode that I said that I had, that's when I realised that I do need to let things in. So there was definitely, as I was saying, a time where it was just a wall. Like yeah. people couldn't read me. The the relationships I was just when the poor the poor girls had no idea where yeah. they stood yeah. or what was going on because I would not feel. I would not allow myself to feel like I would, obviously I would I would I'd love them, but come on, there's about ten different levels of love mm. and. Like it's that is don't get me started. There's one word in the English language which we need more definitions for. It's that mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's true, the stupidest true. word. True, true. I love that word. you just and called love massive... the stupidest word. Well, because there's not because of the feeling. Because I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's imagine, perfect. As an yeah. example, like for me, the difference. I love you. Yeah. Well, the I difference love... between when you love someone beyond yourself and lay up all your stuff and then Correct. do it for them. That's a massive difference to just I fucking love you because you make me feel good. Yeah. Huge difference. And that was the thing. So they could never tell what level I was at or I could never genuinely even tell. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I really loved you. But half the time it was like, it was more of the companion thing, as I was saying, because of the fear of being alone. And like, you know, if I have someone around that I, that's, I'm really close with and all that, then there's a, I've got a great connection with them. But I didn't, like, I would not necessarily be 
in love with them in the same regard that it wouldn't be reciprocal to the yeah. same level. Yeah. And I was, and I felt terrible for that. And that, and like ended up why a lot of those things had to end. Mm. Um, and that's what I'm saying. So now I'm trying to practice more, um, offering deeper levels of yourself. And what correct. was that? Yeah, definitely. That you feel like was lacking or for one of a better word. Um, I guess I would just, I like, I would still, as I was saying, like I would show affection towards people, but I guess I would never, uh, not really share open. your feelings like if I'm feeling stressed hey babe I'm fucking feeling really yeah. stressed well, yeah I guess like I, or I would never really open up and I guess like something that's something I've definitely worked on a lot now and I'm much more happy with where I am yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that yeah that since then and it's great I'm so happy that I experienced that um, back when I was a bit younger, I'm not saying I'm still bloody young. Let's be honest, mm, mm. 22. But mm. like, it's I think it's something that it's it's great to be able to. I guess it's probably my science brain coming in. Like I can look at it and I can analyze the data and I can yeah. go, okay, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah. And then knowing that outcome, then I can like, extrapolate the information and apply it to this outcome and try and make sure this is a better outcome. So mm. I guess that uh, that was that was great. I I think that's what's fantastic about life. You can always take lessons out of every day and mm. and sort of build yourself and become a better person. That's cool. I like that. I, w- coming back to the pizza example, c- how did that make you feel, Brian? Hmm? How did the pizza-based oh, yeah. fight make you feel? Um, uh, do, have you already, guys already this talked, talked, talked about like, it? No, we haven't. Please do. This oh, really? Let's resolve so this shit. Okay, this is like a combination of, of uh, Jerry Springer and Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what right, uh, now, or, right now or in I actually the moment? Felt really, was, I felt really bad for like two days. The next day, I laid in bed all day. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, so <laughs> uh, this is, all, this is why you bottle your emotions. Right now, Sam, Sam is freaking out. <laughs> Look what you've it's done. <laughs> um, oh, we had what? a lot of friends over. I felt embarrassed. I thought it was the wrong time. I. Um, <laughs> Uh, what are you? What were you embarrassed for? It was me who had you did the, it in front of three people. So you were embarrassed because of me. Because a little you, bit. You, yeah. you were perpetrating him. Like I had a date over, and then I'm like, oh, this is Sam, and then Sam's like, you motherfucker, oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Give me he's, pizza. he's on the stairs, like pointing at us, and he goes, "Hey, I'm Sam. I'm not usually like this, but Ryan." And then he starts going off of me for five minutes. <laughs> at least, at least I said to her, "I'm like straight up <laughs> disclaimer." <laughs> I'm in a terrible mood, and Ryan may have purchased the incorrect. And Ryan's pizza everything to do with that. <laughs> but you know, actually, no. This was it was you know three, three thing- times to not get the right pizza base. Can I clarify that? That's, I'm like, that's pretty fucked up. This is the right. difference. Whereas I'd say they were delicious pizzas, and they, everyone no, loved it. To his okay? credit, the pizzas ended up fantastic. But if you noticed, I isolated myself from the situation so that there would be no more triggers, and went and sat on my laptop and tried to make sure that I wouldn't ruin anything else. So I did try and remove myself <laughs> oh, from you the didn't situation, ruin anything, baby. But what did you care? But what did you care about the pizza so much? It wasn't. Some people might go, "Fuck it, whatever." Just it wasn't. It was not nothing. Let's be honest. Nothing to do with the pizzas. Nothing to do with the pizzas. It was two weeks that I've been like had really busy, and I'm like, we had people over, and I wanted. I just wanted. Obviously, you wanted to have a really nice dinner with everyone. I was really looking excited. Like I was so fucking excited for pizzas. It's not even. I I was so keen, and they and and, to our credit, thank you. They were fantastic. Thank you, everyone. The pizza bases were fantastic. Well done. Thank you. Um, and it, and it and it. I'm sure it was a lovely evening for everyone. So, but these things happen. Regardless I think it's a great. Why are you asking, Jess? I'm, I'm curious. Um, because I think it's I think it's interesting to go beneath the surface of reactions because I have reactions in my life and and conflicts in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And um and I think it's interesting and important for a healthy relationship to understand how you affect each other and where you're coming from 
and listening to each other and all that kind of stuff. I have a bit of a different brain to Sam, whereas I prefer not to analyse things. Where it's, I think, analysing and thinking about it and trying to put pressure on making the right decision, I think, for me, causes stress. And I'd rather, I, I think I kind of accept it and go, what's the best thing I can do right now? And instead, um, I think when you put things to, through many analysis, there's just too many factors. Mm. I, lo- I love that I know that about you. But you know what that calls out in me? That I find people who don't spend time analysing the situation frustrating. So okay. Like, Will you just let that go? We want, I want to talk about that. Mm. So mm. don't get me wrong. I don't yeah, but enjoy that's not about, about you. But, but like, as you said, Ryan. Give me an like example. Because like, for example, like, Okay, Feeling, so I like- I'm I'm all about emotions, a bit like Jez, um, that sometimes when I sit with you, you don't want to see the darkness in it. You don't see the darkness okay. in it. And I'm like, there's darkness in there, and I want to explore that. Look in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Give me an example of when I've done this. Um, this is so a couple of times we've had it with um, <laughs> during podcasts, you know, like it's – and I really get it. It's me – being like, I want to talk about the emotion behind it and I want to see the impact of that fear and I want to go through the process and then I want to sit in it for a bit and then I'll see the value of it. Um, I see that there's more truth in seeing how it imp- I want to talk about the impact of it and then I want to see the positive. Mm. So that's only sometimes I think in your mindset, you don't see the, you don't see the so negativity. Funny. Yeah, you're like Which Michelle. is wonderful. And you go, meh. Whereas I'm like, but I want to talk about just Yeah, yeah, man. That's so fun. Do you, uh, do you know what she's saying or not really? Yeah. yeah. I, I completely yeah. agree with I, that I, as well. Doesn't he? Definitely. Like, like, yeah. You're definitely a person who'd be like, ah, there's nothing I can do about that or like yeah. whatever. You definitely, you just take it is what it is at it's face great. value. But it's there's like, nothing wrong with that. As you're saying, it's like, it's great to have a different perspective. I think that's why we have such a good like, relationship. So you're yeah. like, you're good at being good looking. I'm very good at letting go. <laughs> So I thought like, about I'm good at analysing and you're man, good at letting go. How about that? God damn it, yeah. This topic is about, you know, looking beyond the label, yeah. mate. <laughs> Come on, please. Uh, yeah, and that's shut. interesting. That's what Michelle's like and that's what I love about her. She just she just Looking lets things yang. go. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I mean, she, she admits also that there's more room for her to um, be more open to her own emotions and vo- vocalise them and share them. Um, and and explore because I love that. I, th- I think that's how I, that's the richness of life, in my opinion, is is having been able to commune over our feelings and and react and then lay them down and listen to each other. I think that's beautiful to do in a relationship. Um, it's not always easy. It's man, I find it really hard in my family and the in-law families really fucking hard um, because the principles aren't necessarily aligned. Mm. Um, it's so interesting this conversation as you're talking. Oh, did I interrupt you? No, no, that was all I had to say. Well, you know, if Forever, we're talking, <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about it, judge, it takes a, um, sorry, don't judge a book by its cover. This conversation interests me now. What's coming up now? Because everybody has a different way of reacting to something. Mm. You know, like mm. Ryan is let it go. I'm like, I would mm. like to explore it. You know, like <laughs> mm. they're all beautiful. Yeah, and so no wonder it's coming up too because. And they're all valid methods to, should we add They're them? all beautiful different colours of the rainbow. We've mm. just been parented different and learnt different skills. and. But, but I find it interesting to try to, uh, if you don't mind, explore Go. a bit more of how you emotionally felt 
when when you're getting a finger pointed right at you, made look showing up to be looking like a did I point dickhead. a finger? Yeah, look, I thought it was kind of funny as well. What? What? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Well, well. I I was genuinely <laughs> laughing. Like I was laughing a little bit on the inside as well. And I said when you left to get the bread, I said to Addy, he's Addy's not going to. Yeah, Addy's my other half. I said he's not going to bring back the right bread. <laughs> I set straight up. So before you left, when you left, as soon as the door shut, I said to It was to that her, energy that made him not do it, you realize? I, yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's all it the vibes, man. <laughs> I, said, um, I said, 50 bucks, he doesn't bring the right bread. Like, he's going to come back with something else. And then he did. And I didn't even... Did you notice the second time I didn't even react? I didn't react the second time, did I? Yeah, look, the hummus I also forgot. And but... you forgot the hummus. No, no, you didn't forget the hummus. You just ignored me. You're like, oh, we have no, hummus. I'm like, we don't, we don't have hummus. I have a maybe um, a question for all of us to answer, or whoever feels like it. Um, who's somebody that's completely judged you by your cover? You know, oh, remember man. that? This shit shits me. This shit. Yeah, I want to think. You know, like if you've been like given a book that full of them, I this is where I, I, I can't even can't yeah. even rattle. So what do you, what do you do? What do you what did you do about it? You know, that's if we're about being helpful too and having a discussion about. This I told them that they hurt me. It hurts me when you do that to me. Because I think it was like, I, firstly, I get angry. And then secondly, I go, wait a minute, anger's just hurt. And then I go, hey, it hurt me. And then that's all I do. This is and, a- I, and I try to explain what it is that, the, why it hurt me. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd, I'd probably try to make it so that they can see themselves. So I'd, let them, I'd try and let them come to the conclusion themselves. Wow, my thoughts on what you were as a person are absolutely wrong because I've judged you prior to knowing you. So I'd try and make it... Rather than me go accusing them straight out, like, you don't even know who I am, how dare you? I will do my best to, because it's normally, mm. like, it's within, like, the next, the first 30 seconds of them meeting me, they're like, oh, you're not a dickhead. Mm. And it's like, well, you, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you, So you're assuming that I was prior to meeting me, but, like, I, I never say that. I go, like, you know, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, as you said, you should never judge a book by its cover or it's, um, it's nice that you now think differently or, you know, always trying to make sure it's positive because at the end of the day, like, they're only making that decision based off the, the information that they have at hand and, you know, I, that's yeah, not exactly. their fault. Like, you can't, you can't get angry at someone because of making a decision. Exactly, man. And that's, what, that's where I feel like that's the... I think Jesus did this fucking spot on when he was... Classic like, Jesus. When he was, Classic <laughs> Jesus. Well, no, but when he was... What a, would hashtag WWW? When he's fucking dying and he looked down and he goes, forgive, I forgive them because they know no better. Like, that is true transcendence of self, I think. Um, if that story is real, if it's not, whatever. But, 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 but to be able to... But to be able to... That resonates with me. Because I, I, I feel like that's the essence of what you're saying is that, like, um, I forgive them for uh, they know no better. And that's that's because that person saying it knows themselves so well. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, like, even before, like, mm. thinking about um, I know no better than in the moment where I can check myself and go inwards and go, why does a model for a moment, make me feel insecure. And I can feel it, you know. I'm, we've talked about it. I love talking about emotions. And I check myself and go, well, it's not true. They're not doing that. I'm doing that. Yeah. And mm. if I can have empathy for myself and you in that moment, then within five seconds flat, I'm standing next to you having a chat about how your weekend's been, where you've been at, and I've moved through that belief. So That's a massive thing, I think, as yeah, well. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. I know that. I'm beautiful. Like, people love me. I mm. am so loved. And so if I can remind myself of what's the end result of who I really want to be, let alone am, 
this superficial view of what beauty is disappears. But you are bloody beautiful. Just, Thanks, this, babe. Is, what you, this is the thing. This is the thing that that I guess also frustrates me. Everyone's everyone is beautiful. Mm. Like even when they smile, when they frown, they're not beautiful. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's a bit true. It's, it's, yeah, kind of definitely. But that's the thing. Like when you see anyone but smile, they you instantly want to smile, regardless of what they yeah. bloody yeah, look man. like. When yeah. someone's eyes flash because yeah. they're telling me about their passion, I'm just like, oh, exactly. You're so amazing. And that, and I think to me, that's the real beauty is that everyone is beautiful in their own regard, and it, it's not like we don't need a. Like, it's not a. Uh, no, that's a, that's fucking spot on, it's, Sam. It's just this is why I'm asking this. It's it is, and you want to hear that from a model. Mm. Um, that's why I like this conversation too. You're like, yeah, mm. I'm glad to hear that you mm. know that. Mm. I think what you were talking about before, saying like, I don't know. I love the I don't know mind. It's like you you think something about yourself or others, and then you go, is that true? I don't really know. What do you mean? <laughs> Elaborate. Like, I I feel like. It, something could be true, but if you get into that uncertainty, like, I don't, I don't really know. Is that true? Yes. And you question that it. removes you from judging, right? Exactly. And, yeah. like, it's not, you don't need an answer. Yeah, yeah. So, like, someone That's might be cool. feeling someone, but you go, I don't know. Like, you know, he thinks this about me. I don't know that. That's the number one thing that scientists... That's, that's cool. The man. only thing we do know as scientists is that we don't know. And that's that's probably the most validifying thing in science is saying to someone, if they go, well, then what is this? You know, we've come so far with all of this and, you know, then why can't we explain this? Why isn't there a cure for cancer? Why isn't there, you know, why can't we have travel at the speed of light? Why aren't we at Mars? Why hasn't this happened? You can just go, well, we simply don't know. At, at this day and age, we haven't come up with the technology for this or, you know, we can't quite treat this because of um, uh, there's certain issues surrounding which we haven't quite um, resolved. So, you know, at this moment, we don't know. And that's, I think, something that people get really confused as well as science is that they think that, you know, that all they are is know-it-alls that say they know everything and everything. But, like, at the end of the day, that's, that's but there is a community. But, but there's a community in, like, any, a culture in anything as well. And there's the, there's the scientists that are more um, humble and awake and, there's the sci- and, and, and say everything is questionable. And there's the ones that love fucking clinging on for dear life to... <laughs> Shit, right? <laughs> to, yeah. to information and saying this is the fucking laws of the everything. Absolutely. And but, I mean, the thing is that anyone who is a scientist still can't actually go, this is this, is this, this is the way that it works. Like, you still have to, like, we can go, okay, so we go, all right, cool, the sun revolves around, uh, is in the solar system revolving around the centre of the Milky Way galaxy, we revolve around the sun, but, like, we could wake up tomorrow and that doesn't happen and then it's like, okay, cool, so that's not the case anymore. Yeah, Something, yeah, something's yeah, changed. Yeah. So we have to come up with a new theory. Yeah. So everything everything that we've proven in science so can always be proven otherwise. Yeah, I love it. It's such a fucking interesting pursuit, isn't it, science? It's just... Uh, the pursuit of knowledge put- is something that I'm so damn fascinated by yeah. and I think that it's, it's, it's one- so sad that it's not... People people just cast aside like when you're younger you're always like but why does this happen why does that happen why makes why is the sky blue like you know how come the moon looks a little bit bigger here and then you know but how does all this stuff happen and I think as you get older you sort of get the that sort of like bashed out of you and not not yeah, physically yeah. but no, like, yeah. you're told to stop stop questioning, questioning. Stop questioning just yeah. accept it for what it is and I think that we're conditioned to not want to question and mm. to not want to do all that sort of stuff. And you see it so much like kids when they're growing up, they want to be a, you know, like a, a rocket scientist or they want to be a marine biologist. Like so much of the time kids want to do something revolving around the natural, like like the natural... Evolution of our species. Yeah. like So like it might be animals. It might be like, you know, anything like that that 
that people are fascinated by as kids. And you see it so much with documentaries. Everyone loves David Attenborough documentaries. Mm. And everyone at one stage has probably been like, oh, I'd love to work with animals or I'd, I'd love to go to the moon or whatever it is. And it's mm. just that you feel like you can't do that because mm. you get told, no, you can, you got to do a normal job. Go sit behind a desk mm. and be an accountant. Mm. Religion and politics, man, they'll fucking get you. Yep. Finish this, que- oh, answer this question for me then as we wrap up because it's been a pretty cool conversation I feel like I learned a lot about just even what beauty is. I feel like that's been a big one for me again today. Um, with all of the labels and list them that you have, how do you want to be remembered? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big one. I, I don't know if I really genuinely uh, care that much about whether or not I am remembered, but for what, I do want to be remembered for. I'd, I'd like to, I guess, like I'd want, as you were saying before, like I'd want people to think that I'm a genuine person, I guess, or like I don't think there's nothing like accomplishments or anything that I really care. It's like I, I just don't want, I guess, uh, negative stereotypes or people making assumptions without knowing. I, want, I guess that's for me mm. a big thing is like, but it's not it's not really a massive thing, I guess, but I'd just rather not um, be judged or whatever it may be. So as you're saying, don't judge a book by its cover. To me, would be the the biggest thing that I'd want to I'd want to be taken away with. It's like people might not know me, but they instead of just going, "Oh, he's a dickhead," maybe going like, "Oh, he seems like he could be all right." I'm not going to make that decision. I'm just going to let him. Like, I'm not going to make that decision without getting to know him or, mm. or whatever it is. So like, there's nothing really that I ever want to be remembered and, for. And your future work <laughs> within science and how that's going to push our species forward. You'll be oh, remembered absolutely. for that. I, yeah, I guess that'd be cool, but I, I can't say that. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. I hope that wasn't too deflating, but no, I don't I don't that, think I really want to be remembered for about anything. Just, I, think I don't cool. want it to it's be negative. To I don't that. want to be uh, just no negative connotations for things that aren't true like i think but that would be the same I've, with anyone no when, it wasn't deflating i think but, it actually is a point of our conversation but when i think you've asked i don't know if this was on the podcast or not m but you've asked us that question before mm. and it's one of my favorites I, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the toolbox what i've noticed is the answers that i usually hear it's people talking about how you make other people feel like i think when me and jez mm. answered it we both answered we just want to make people feel good and happy mm. That's what we want to remember for. Like it was a person that made me feel good. Mm. Is that a pattern that you guys have noticed as well? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I think it's probably. I think there's something in that. Yeah, I think that's definitely where mine was as well. Like, it's like not in, just. I guess I phrase, phrase it differently, saying that I don't want people to think negatively. So I guess it's the same concept as you're right. I, I guess like wanting to be remembered by being a, a good person or someone who made others happy. I guess is... you want you want to be remembered by love M um, by making people feel loved. Yeah. Mm. And knowing that they are love, mm-hmm. which is similar to mine as well. Well, that, and that's great that we're all such different people. And I mean, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing, right? That's we're all value. different, different thinkers, different ways we operate. But it, yeah, when it boils down to it, yeah. And whenever you pull back that veil, whenever we don't judge a book by its cover, ultimately, I'm loving that we're just affirming what we all truly believe is a universal principle that we are the same and have very similar values. So, yes, hmm. please, yes, yes, ma'am. So, great convo, Sam. Thanks so much for coming in. No, oh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks yeah, for um, dealing with your emotional issues um, in the house. Um, <laughs> the pizza I hope, debate. I hope that brought you closer, Jeremy. We'll cut all the whole way I loved home. it. I really loved that conversation. <laughs> I, I, did. Like I was like really fucking eyeballing into it. Yeah. And if you want to find out more about Collective Potential, we have workshops, events, whatever it is yeah. that is out there. Go check our website, www.com 
collectivepotential.com.au for more real conversations and more and real yeah real connection. 